Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Kia ora, everyone. Kia ora, everyone. Kia ora. Now, we've just come from, like, probably the biggest interview of our lives, would y'all say? Uh, probably. <laughs> oh, easily, I would say. So we've just interviewed your gal, Lord, Ella, whatever we want to call her, obsessed. She was great with us. Oh, my God. So down to earth. It's like, I went in there so fucking nervous, and she just, like, just was like, Nah, I'm just Kiwi. I'm I'm young like you guys. Like, yeah, she I'm really felt it. like just a mate, and I wish that we all were having a drink together. But even better, we were having a Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was definitely starstruck. I have to say, I think I didn't realize how starstruck I would be. I know. She was so amazing. Great. And, and the chat she gave about Harry Styles, which you guys should definitely keep listening to hear about. A little bit of clickbait, never hurt nobody. <laughs> a little bit of a teaser. Anyway, we'll stop talking about the interview and shall we just let them get into the interview, ladies? Oh, enjoy. Hello. 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 Oh, my goodness. Crazy with these huge headies on. <laughs> We've got you with your gorgeous glam and then these big headphones. And these, like, crazy headphones. Um, thank you so much for doing this, guys. It's really exciting for me. Thank you. Stop. It's exciting for us, That's Ella. Great. Well, very nice to meet you all. I'm Ella, and uh, I'm so uh, impressed by the platform that you guys are building. It's very cool. If I Thanks. were on Instagram, <laughs> I would definitely be following it. <laughs> oh, honestly, that's the best plug we could have ever asked for. And it's also hilarious because none of us have personal Instagrams. This thing sucks up our Good whole life. Good on you. Well, Good on you. And then right, our whole life would like, be sort of on the line if we were to, which, you know, very meta. Anyway, enough about yeah. us. How are you? You've just done a huge day, I'm assuming. Massive. So big, but I'm really excited for this. I'm uh, housing a Red Bull. I just had a spoonful of nut butter. The brain's firing. The girl is on. Ready to go. Ready to roll. Put my pink shirt on, you know. I know. Yeah. You look great. I, we should start <laughs> by saying, like, we are not experts at pretty much anything. Nope. However... We do come from a very, like, stan perspective. Like, we love you and what you do, and we're not objective <laughs> about you. it. So thanks for... Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. It's problems. truly Thank my you. joy. Aww. I was actually looking through my phone the other day, and Liv, Luce, and I, we actually went to one of your concerts when we were probably, like, year 12. And we... No. I mean, just to get real fangirl and embarrass myself, but we actually ran around the back, and I found a photo with you. Like, we... Oh. Have Oh my god! From like five That's years ago. wild. Yeah. This needs to pop up. I oh, feel like. I, I, I so divine. Thank you so much. Oh, we all look like little that. demons. Like honestly, <laughs> we look like little witchy demons, and it's so cute because we're the same age. So we were just living through it. Like yeah. we were together in that weird little dark lipstick stage. Yeah, yeah. We grow up like adjacent so to you. <laughs> I love it. And also, just before we get into you know, the more professional stuff, which it very much isn't. Well done on the Bloody Hot Wings Challenge. I'm sure everyone's been oh saying to you, but you really did New Zealand proud. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I didn't think I was that good at, um, you know, 
eating chili, no. but I guess. Oh, I you were so put together. I think by the third wing, I would have been out. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Listen, you put your time in on Dominion Road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have written down that this is going to be a warm up. You've been doing this all day. It's certainly not a warm up, but we just have some, you know, quick fire, grabby little questions for you. First one, were you actually stoned at a nail salon? Uh, I not only was I stoned at a nail salon, uh, but it's a it's, it's something of a regular occurrence for me because it's a, like <laughs> such a long period of time. You know, yeah. you can't. Uh, it's like a nice little window to get a buzz on, especially if you're manning and pedying. Actually, uh, that's that was the follow up. Was it fingers and toes? <laughs> it's normally a pity. My nails kind of suck, you know. But if I'm if I'm if I'm not biting them, then uh, bit of both, you know. Yeah. It's a it's a great vibe. I can recommend, especially in summer. Okay. Oh, divine. Love that. Oh, you got to make it fun somehow. Okay. Mm, next yeah. question. Do you still like hotels or has that changed? Ah, a <laughs> throwback from the OG. Uh, yeah. Um, I actually do still really like hotels. I'm all in on the hotel. It's a, it's a, it's a lovely vibe. Someone making your bed for you at like 6 p.m. Like how gorgeous. I wish someone did the afternoon bed make for me at home. Oh, my God. It's the little things. Like a little bit of room service. You know, you can't go wrong. A little chocolate. A little yeah. chocolate on the pillow. Yeah. Oh, divine. Third question for you, Ella, is have you grown out of the music you loved at 16 and what was that music? I don't think you've grown out of it, but I think what you want out of music at that age is very specific and mm-hmm. uh, that can change over time. Um, I feel like, what was I into at 16? I loved Arcade Fire. Mm. Still, I mean, still love, to be honest. Um, I loved, like... James Blake and yes. watch the throne and yeah. like I don't know it was a very random assortment. I, I definitely like- wanted everything to be really loud and to like kick the shit out of my ears. Yeah, you know, or is you I feel like sort of want to drown in your emotions or something <laughs> when you're sick. Yeah, you I couldn't think. make music loud enough. For me. Like, <laughs> I was just like, ah, you know, now I'm like, oh, my hearing. <laughs> <laughs> that teenage angst yeah. really coming out. Oh, my oh, God, yeah. Totally. Like, I haven't grown out of the music that I loved at 16 because it was your music, so that would well, be that's the thing. Like, that line is me sort of saying, like, it's okay if you don't yeah. feel the same way about it that you once did, you know, because totally. I get it. But, yeah, I am some people's 16 music, which is crazy. Yeah, that's so cool, though. <laughs> Have you now, I'm assuming it's going to be a yes, seen a diamond in the flesh? I have. I have since seen some very nice diamonds. Right. We were just saying if you were being like completely honest. They've never belonged to me. (laughs) They've never belonged to me, but I have seen them. And what is the favourite song you've ever written? Ooh, true. Um, No pressure. Total pressure. Favourite song I've ever written. I actually ride hard for Supercut. I reckon that song is sick. We were talking about that this morning. <laughs> Isaiah actually called out <laughs> great that, song. Yeah, that yeah. was his favourite song by you. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm proud of that song. I feel like it really captured, like, the emotion that I wanted to capture mm. and I like outside. Yeah, I'm obsessed with that song. Um, this one's a little bit deeper. Would you rather be able to create your art without the fame and everything that comes with it or have you sort of embraced that side of things? No, I think um, when you make pop music, the audience involvement is like at least half of the piece of art. So because of the 
because of my interest in the form, audience involvement is really important to me. If I were making another genre of music, maybe it would be less, um, yeah, less imperative. But no, I, as scary as it is, I feel like being in conversation with an audience helps me mm. to see my work clearer and therefore make better work. I think that's a really beautiful way to think about it. Now, we are going to move on to the music because you do have an album coming out, which I was lucky enough to hear yesterday and loved it. Full fan mode, like oh, fucking loved it. So I, I felt like it wasn't like talking up to us or down to us. It really did feel like it was sort of omnipresent, like in the environment. Oh. And was so this, was you. it the intention? Like, what was the intention with this whole sort of masterpiece? Um, it's so nice, first of all. I wish I could have been there to um, shepherd you through it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good way of putting it, like it coming sort of through you. That's really nice. That's totally my intention for it. Oh, it felt I, like I you really, were from the heavens. Oh, my God. Seeping I through. Know, come on. Too much of a compliment. Um, okay, we'll cut that out of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Chop it. Yeah. Um, my intention with it was really for it to feel, uh, I almost wanted to take myself out of it. Like, I didn't want it to feel like me interpreting the world. Like, any way I could remove myself, I, I, I wanted to try, as well as that sounds. I feel like melodrama was very like me <laughs> the world whereas this is like I am but a speck on this uh big beautiful planet's surface yeah. and <laughs> not the saviour you know, just on yeah, the path not the me totally not me I'm just doing my thing and that and trying to sort of transmit the wisdom that I learn along the way. <laughs> Honestly, it really shines through. So sweet. Thank you so much. I feel very uh, held and appreciated in this lovely Zoom. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe space. That's it's all beautiful. we want. <laughs> it absolutely is. You've said that your album, well, this upcoming album is for your peers um, and more for like, you know, other musicians. And then as an offshoot, hopefully it will appeal to the masses. When you write your songs, do you write with relatability in mind or is that more a byproduct of us all just being human? Definitely when I was a teenager, uh, relatability was key for me. Mm. I wanted to uh, speak to my peers in the way that I had never felt like anyone had spoken to me through pop music. Um, but honestly, as I get older, relatability is less of a concern. I feel... Like, I'm honestly a huge nut, like, and the more I lean into that, the cooler things get. So, you know, I think of this album as, like, quite far out. Like, it's like a, it's essentially a sun worship album. Yeah. <laughs> and if that's weird, like, I, fair enough, you know. Yeah, um, it's like what's authentic to you at the time, because I think yeah. with Pure Heroin, you could really feel that relatability was at the core of that album. Yeah. And that's yeah, on growth. Uh, and that is on growth. Yes. <laughs> I wish people would see that I'm like in a cool, just like note my cool ponytail right now. Oh, yeah. I show. do look cute. Please show I the world. <laughs> you do look cute, <laughs> yeah, plus yeah. headphones. So plus headphones. It's okay. a real win. Thank you, thank you. Following on from that, when it comes to creating and then releasing your music, what makes it feel 
for you like a win or like a success? Like, is it more internal or is it more external, such as like the the shareability or the listens or people making memes out of it? You know, what what is act success for you? (laughs) That is honestly a really good question, Um, especially uh, not really being online now. I feel like the one downside to it for me has been that it's much harder to kind of feel the temperature of a release or sort of feel people's reactions as they're happening. Um, It also like protects me from having my feelings hurt. I like someone being in, but I do miss like really soaking up the good vibes too. So, I mean, as long as I feel like uh, people who have, who are really invested in the like journey of being a Lord fan, whatever that means, as long as they still feel really, like challenged and stimulated by the work like that to me is that I've succeeded because I'm really just making these albums now for like the core fans mm. <laughs> I don't you know I'm I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an acquired taste I know that so like our like tiny kernel is really who I'm making these for and if that group is like Oh shit, sis! You know, I'll be like, I did it. I did it. You're like an acquired taste that everyone loves, or like they learn to love. Yeah, absolutely. Am I the anchovy of the? (laughs) I was gonna say you're like an olive or licorice or something. Oh, okay. Um, Also, just the newsletters are a great way to connect with that sort of core fan base. Just, I'm a massive newsletter fan. And yeah, you're the chef's kiss, so love Thank that. Thank you. You're I welcome. really enjoy doing it. It's uh, it's very fun for me, and I have a lot of like very weird, long, sprawling updates planned. I just will wake up in the middle of the night and be like, should I uh, ruminate on this for the next <laughs> <Yeah>. day? <laughs> so yeah. there's more to come. Oh well, yay! Now, this is quite a basic question from a media company called Shit You Should Care About, but you are very sort of tuned in to social issues or certainly environmental issues. What is the shit that you care about right now? Well, I mean, there's a lot, but um, I do feel like the thing that is taking up the sort of bulk of that chunk of my brain is... Um, stuff relating to our climate crisis you know it's pretty uh it can be pretty aggravating there are some wins but it's tough um I think that I mean what we know we need is legislative change right like across uh the like Like across the board yeah Um, yeah it's it's Uh, for a long time I would put a huge amount of pressure on myself to kind of like be the best me environmentally that I could be and while that is important um I think the personal climate footprint thing is kind of complicated I read a piece about uh how it was basically created by or or, or, um sort of publicized by an oil and gas company Mm. um in order to sort of take the heat off them Like, we know enough now to know that all of us could be behaving, like, could be being our best selves environmentally and it still wouldn't be enough without, you know, a a really uh, hefty carbon tax. Mm -hmm. So 
that's sort of where my head is at with that. But separate to that, also on the environmental side, but in a different way, um, I feel like in the last couple of years, I, this is more of a New Zealand specific thing, but have started to engage way more, understand way more like ancestral land Mm -hmm. and, you know, iwi protesting developments that, you know, are not all good. Um, Definitely Pūtiki Bay at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Waiheke is a big one that I have been following and donating to and trying to support. Um, So, yeah, that would be one that I would recommend. The initiative that you should care about. Go check out what's happening at Pūtiki Bay. You can sign a petition, you can donate. I care deeply about Waiheke, uh, as, you know, we all should, uh, especially as an Aucklander. Um, and so, yeah, I really, uh, my heart is with those, uh, especially women who are, who are standing at Pertiki Bay. I wish I could be there, but, um, yeah, that's one that is really important to me right now. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're so on the money because I feel like a lot of people from around the world see New Zealand as like a kind of Narnia. And although New Zealand is obviously amazing and we're so lucky to be from here, there are definitely things that are happening, you know, within our country that people do need to know about. And I'm so glad that you find that important to talk about and bring attention to. Totally. And that's something that I've just figured out recently that, um, yeah, people do attribute this sort of magical, Mm -hmm. mystical quality to New Zealand. I realised, like, oh, a lot of that is actually to do with Māori worldview, like Mm. the deep connection that we feel to our land, you know, the, the, the ways in which we are all trying to, like, preserve our natural habitat. That's kaitia kitanga, mm-hmm. and you know it's hard for people who aren't from New Zealand to understand that. But I, I feel like it's important that <laughs> people break down that, like, oh my god, it's so magical, uh, and connect it to something a bit more concrete you know yeah it's extremely important that's why I always feel like through our platform as well because so many people just think that New Zealand is you know it's run by a gorgeous young like world leader and we've got all our (laughs) shit together we have the same problems that everyone else has but it's just not publicized so love that you know you took the time in your 73 questions with Vogue as well to sort of use your platform big fans of that (laughs) now not to quote you back to you, which I low-key have been doing the whole time, so I don't know why I'm saying not to, because I am. I um, when you said maybe the internet raised us, that was like oh, peak yeah. Tumblr, we are the granddaughters of the witches you couldn't burn, like peak Tumblr era. And it's we so are still kind of extremely online, but you're not anymore. <laughs> why is that? First of all, I'm sorry for abandoning my sisters. We were <laughs> in it together on Tumblr, um, but I've since tapped out. And honestly, I'm still kind of like figuring out how to talk about this because it's such a privilege to be able to get yourself offline. I've really realized that I have an assistant who I can give my passwords to. Like no one has that. Mm-hmm. Um, and people, you know, I know a lot of people whose jobs are literally staying plugged in. So like I get it. But for me, I I don't know. I remember a time when, I don't know, I guess I was like 16 and I was just starting to put music out and I would like be on Tumblr and be on Twitter. And it was so fun for me. Um, and kind of this like weird zone that you didn't have to do for work. You know, I remember mm. my team being like, oh, you're on Twitter, like good on you, I guess. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it wasn't really a thing. And then it just became a bit more 
this is totally probably because of my job, but a bit more, uh, a bit less like play and a bit more like work. Yeah. Um, and started to, you know, I think we all felt it change. Uh, but really I just sort of, it was a more of a personal choice. I could feel my brain starting to rewire in a way that wasn't corresponding to making the kind of work that I make. You know, I need to be able to think about things in a really long form way. And I was feeling my attention span like hit the wall mm-hmm. really quickly um, because of being online. Again, that's like just me. I'm a like sensitive flower and, you know, many other people are totally fine with being online, but it's made a huge difference in my life and made a huge difference to my to my brain and, and, and to the work, I think. So that's really why I did it. But yeah. I miss it all the time. Like I wish I was online. I know nothing, truly. I know no memes. <laughs> I know no cultural news. Like, I don't know what's going on out there. I hear songs, like, two months late. Like, my 16-year-old self would be quaking. (laughs) Honestly, I'm jealous because I feel like we exist online because it's so toxic and because it's so much work for people to figure out, you know, how yeah, to live online. Yeah, you guys are online. so good at it, though. <laughs> you guys are so good. And you do provide, like, such a beautiful, like, zone for people to go and sort of see the right things. Like, oh. You're doing God's work, honestly. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I was just like... Here's a cute selfie of me. Like, here's a funny tweet. Here's some onion rings. <laughs> yeah. The oh world will quake over it? there. No. Well, the onion rings <laughs> account is still like something I think is cool about yeah. my interview. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I remember when I found out about it and I thought that this was like some crazy little like niche thing that nobody knew. And then it was all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, everyone knows that she's that. Like, <laughs> yeah, very, very cool. Our platform is so embedded in stand culture. And we would honestly be doing our followers a disservice if we didn't bring up that comment from the 73 questions interview where you did say you would love to work with Harry Styles. So why why him? Why why do you want to work with him? I just feel like he and I are kind of on a similar tip right now. I don't know. He seems to be in such a like flower child state of mind and really feel the um, effects of the natural world on the music that he's been making. I don't know. I, I have I have a vision and uh, I need to, someone, he needs to call me. Do you think as uh, as like uh, uh, scholars of, of the internet that the stands would be excited by that? Oh is my, that is that even a question, Ella? Oh. <laughs> that was I, <laughs> I think they might be. I actually think there's a chance <laughs> that people might be okay, into okay. it. <laughs> if you need okay, help publicizing okay. it, which you absolutely don't, I do have a good platform <laughs> that could help. Okay, great to know, great to know. <laughs> And we can always be your eyes and ears, you know, if you ever need to know, will this work? You know, we got you. We're, We're here. On the post. I'll call you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Great to know. Great to know. So on this sort of internet vein that we've been going on, the music industry has and is still changing so drastically, majorly due to this, you know, ever-evolving nature of the internet and social media and streaming services and everything that comes with it. Do you feel optimistic or cynical when it comes to the relationship between music and the internet? That's a good question. I mean, I feel like the way in which things have moved, I mean, I don't know actually like 
it seems to work great for everyone out there. I just mm. ignore the like change in pace and the like change in requirements. Like I figured out pretty quickly that like, you don't want to see me on TikTok, you know, that's not, I feel like a grandmother, I'm like an old, <laughs> yeah. you know, which I'm like, I can't, uh, you don't want to see me like trying to, um, nail the algorithm so I feel I like just sort of ignore it I feel like it very much sets you apart from the rest it's that truly gives... just because I know I would suck at it are you saying Ella that you don't make your whole album based off a 15 second grab that could go <laughs> viral on TikTok unfortunately I don't although it's actually really funny because an early like trope of my music and something that I do still do um but something that I did back then a lot was start a song with no intro just come in with my voice from the first second and that has since become something that streaming services want because it like grabs the listener like right at the start of the playlist or whatever I was like oh my god like that's become something that is optimized yeah (laughs) through algorithms oh and that's uh, definitely not something I did that I thought was cool when I was 16 you know there's um, so much of that like the way that your music has informed like Olivia Rodrigo and Billie Eilish I mean they outwardly say that they take so much from you so nice yeah is that is that like a real warming feeling do you recognize it if when you hear other people's music or are you just you know humble (laughs) (laughs) I mean I find it harder to recognize because I kind of feel like I feel like everyone does well there's no originality everyone grabs yeah like it's all you know it's all up for grabs and you know I'm inspired by heaps of people but um it's so sweet. It's so nice when people say it. And especially Olivia Rodrigo has been so uh, sweet about me. I feel like I people have sent me like nice things that she said. And yeah, it's cool to like be a source of inspiration to a successful young woman. I'm like, gosh, it feels like yesterday that I was a teenager <laughs> being inspired by people and now they're being inspired by me. It's like a very sweet, uh, you know, I feel like the torch is being passed in a Aww. very cute way. So. Well, you have certainly inspired these three. I was going to say young women. We're the same age. I actually wish we could have done this in person over like a bevy. I know, me too, me too. That would have been so nice. It's fine. So far away right now. You are. You're chasing summers. Who knows when that will end? Never. It's never going to end. It's actually like an evil thing that I'm doing, but I love it so much. I love to chase the summer. If anyone deserves to, it's you. You've given us enough. You chase that summer. And just thank you so much for giving us the time and entertaining all oh, of our internetty questions, yeah. although you're Thank offline. Thank you. Thank you. And if yeah, you're I'm... ever back in New Zealand, well, of course you're going to be back in New Zealand when you're back in New Zealand. Yes. Hit us up. You know, yes. we'd love to take you if out. If I can get an MIQ slot, I'll be back. Crossing those fingers. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate oh, it. Thank you. No, thank you, thank you so thank you. much. It's we will amazing. see you later when you're back in the beautiful Aotearoa. Absolutely. Keep up the good work. You too. Ladies. Thank you. And... We love you. (laughs) (laughs) And goodbye. (laughs) Thank you, Allah. Oh, my God, guys. How how was that? How are you feeling? I was... Oh, my God, I love it. 
Yeah, I love it. Oh my god, feeling fucking amazing. She answered every question perfectly. Of course she did. Just incredible. She is such a wordsmith. Absolutely. And the is. fact that she said that if she was online, she would be following shit you care about. I mean, she had to say that, but I'm really happy she did. Oh, the best phantom follow we've ever had, oh, I have to say. Best phantom follow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was just incredible. Tick that off the bucket list. Oh my god, I know. I can literally die happy now. Oh god, yeah. 17 year old selves. Fuck. Oh, 23 year old. 23 year old self is <laughs> yeah. quaking. Next on the pod will be Harry Styles, but look, just give, give us a bit of time, everyone. We'll work on that. Well, hopefully Ella will help us. Oh, yeah, look, I think she might. Yeah, got connections now, don't we? Anyway, everyone, hope you loved listening to that interview with Ella. We definitely loved doing it. Yeah, and if you want to find us on the social platforms we're on Instagram shit you should care about Uh, where else are we we're basically everywhere at shit you should care about we have a discord server also you can come and find videos of this whole thing on our Instagram shit you should care about you do not want to miss it want to put a face to the name you know if you've never seen what Ella looks like before And she was all glammed up and then we made her wear those big headphones. Like, it was just, it's amazing. It's a ride. Thank you, as usual, for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.